KCSB FM Santa Barbara 91.9. This is Inside Isla Vista, and I'm Clarissa Hom with KCSB News. This is the show that shares what's happening in and around Isla Vista and the UC Santa Barbara community. Halloween in Isla Vista. It can be fun without being frightening or dangerous. You'll hear from some spooky events that are being planned for Isla Vista revelers of all ages. To lead us off tonight, the Associated Students of UCSB External Vice President of Local Affairs Office has teamed up with the Ivy Recreation and Park District. Joining me now are representatives from the EVPLA's office and the Ivy RPD. Welcome, Sophia and Lily. Please introduce yourselves. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. My name is Sophia Lake. I use she, her pronouns, and I am the Recreation Coordinator here at the Isla Vista Recreation and Park District. Hi, thank you, Sophia, for starting us off. My name is Lily McMillan. I use she, her pronouns, and I am the Isla Vista Community Liaison for the UCSB Office of the EVPLA. Awesome. Um, Sophia, can you tell us a little bit about what the Recreation and Parks District is um, working on? Just in general, our like mission is to enhance, improve, and protect the quality of life in the community um, through ma maintenance of parks and um, administration of recreation programs. So to stick to that mission, um, we are actually offering a very fun and exciting Halloween event. It actually coincides too with our 50th anniversary. We were founded on October 31st, 1972 through a special community election. Um, so since this is 50 years, we wanted to do a really big event um, while also again throwing building off of our event from last year's Halloween. Um, so we're offering a free, safe, and friendly for all ages, immersive theatrical experience for people of all ages. Um, we'll have a guided passport um, activity um, and as well as other activities like the asphalt carnival with a Ferris wheel and carnival games, a trick or treat street, a queen's bumpkin patch with free pumpkins. If guests complete the passport adventure, we'll have some movie screenings, costume contest um, in collaboration with UCSB Fashion Club, and a bunch of more fun activities. Make sure to check out all of those activities on our Instagram at IVRPD. Super fun, thank you. Can you tell me a little bit about um, the Trick or Treat Street more? I know you touched on that a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely. So. Trick or Treat Street, again, like I mentioned, we want to provide a safe and fun space for the community to celebrate Halloween. Um, so this is like one of the aspects that we're really trying to go for is the Trick or Treat Street. We've invited community partners to um, come and collaborate by like helping pass out candies. So like by community partners, I just mean like on-campus organizations, off-campus organizations, like we're having the food co-op come. And that's kind of where our collaboration with the EVPLA kind of comes in um, because they're doing Haunt the Loop, which I'm sure Lily will speak on a little bit more. So I don't want to talk too much about that. Um, but we kind of noticed the crossover with our Trick or Treat Street and Haunt the Loop. So that's where we were kind of like, hey, let's work together and promote each other's events and encourage um, guests who come to each of them to go to each other's events as well. So it'll be really fun. We'll give away free candy. Um, guests will get a chance to interact with various on and off campus organizations. Um, yeah. Awesome, thank you. So uh, Sophia mentioned that you guys are both collaborating 
on the um, Haunt the Loop and Trick or Treat Street. So could you talk about um, what you guys have been working on together for that? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll talk a little bit about what Haunt the Loop is just to give an idea or just to provide an idea. So the whole purpose of the Office of the EVPLA is to build lasting and meaningful relationships between the university and the Isla Vista community. And so in the spirit of Halloween and in an effort to promote like a more safe and communal Halloween um, we are trying to provide um, a resource for families in the Isla Vista community to bring their children to trick or treat, just because we know that it's not a traditional neighborhood that you can go door to door and trick or treat. And so we wanted to provide uh, event and fun activities for the community and also provide business to our lovely Isla Vista businesses. So we partnered with them to create the Haunt the Loop, which is basically a like loop in downtown Isla Vista where the kids can come and trick-or-treat at the businesses. And so when Sophia and I got to meet and introduce ourselves, we discussed their upcoming anniversary event. And so we were seeing how that the times lined up perfectly and that it was on theme and that we have a longstanding relationship with Ivy RPD. And so we wanted to capitalize on that and strengthen it even more through this event. And so because our event was not um, solidified on time. We set it up to where we could kind of kick off their event with Hunt the Loop. And so started early um, before the anniversary event began. And then we um, will have our event kind of open it. And so the kids can go through the loop and trick or treat for Hunt the Loop and then finish on the um, trick or treating street as part of the anniversary event. And um, so we've just been like working on how to set that up with timing, what to what type of activities we're going to have during Hunt the Loop so as to not, you know, have like overlay with any of their events. We've also been working to um, dis or contact community entities and spread the word about both of our events as kind of like a teamwork effort. Great, thank you. <clears throat> I heard you mention that you're trying to keep um, the Halloween events um, in the community despite it being, you know, a non-traditional community. And over the past few years, there's been like a big push to keep it safe and keep it local. So what have you guys been, um, working on in order to keep the Halloween events safe and local? I think that with our efforts to keep it local, we've been really focused on targeting, mar tar sorry, targeted marketing. Um, so with that, I mean, in terms of marketing for our event, we've been, um, it, we're in the process of printing out postcard mailers that'll go to every Isla Vista resident. Um, so that's one way that we're just advertising locally. We're also advertising a lot with the Isla Vista Elementary School. Um, again, most of them are local families. Um, and just encouraging transportation by like foot, bike, alter like just alternate modes of transportation. So like hopefully that implies like again, keeping it local, keeping it safe. Um, and just again, welcoming everyone in our community to our event. Yeah, we've also been on a pretty similar page as well. As Sophia mentioned, reaching out to the relevant um, community entities to spread the word amongst community members. Uh, the EVPLA has specifically reached out a lot to the um, organizations that handle a lot of the youth in the area. So we're working with the St. George 
Youth Center as well as the Ivy Youth Program Center. And so they've, you know, distributed flyers for our events. We've had meetings about what would be, you know, opportunities in the future of other events that we could like bring them more into the fold in as well as opposed to just, you know, information dispersal. And so we really want to, like Sophia said, like targeted advertising, we want it to be a, like a kids and a, like a family event, as well as like open for like students in the community as well. But I feel like, or our office especially feels like the community kind of gets, you know, forgotten that it is a community. It's not just a college town. You know, there's a lot of non-student residents here with families, with young children that we want to make feel supported and that the university isn't just there for the students, it's also there for them. That's really great. And I think um, for, uh, in terms of keeping the community safe, I know that there's been some uh, concern about police wanting to put up surveillance cameras in Isla Vista. Um, Lily, you might be able to talk about this, but what have you guys been doing to like address these concerns or elevate these concerns to the community? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to talk about that. I was hoping that you would ask. So we have consistent meetings with all of the relevant police entities within Isla Vista. So we talked to Ivy Foot Patrol, Santa Barbara Sheriff's, UCPD. And so the choice to put surveillance cameras along Del Playa raises many, many concerns along a wide spectrum of like issues, whether it be student identities or, you know, political climate with police, anything like that. We want to make sure students feel supported, community members feel supported. And so uh, recently on Friday, October 14th, we hosted, our office hosted a virtual town hall event where students and community members and faculty were welcomed and encouraged to come and speak directly to panelists that would be um, involved and relevant in this process. So it was the lieutenant of, uh, two lieutenants actually of the Santa Barbara Sheriff's Office, as well as um, the Ivy Foot Patrol representative. And they were allowed to either post questions anonymously to a forum or uh, speak directly to the panelists um, via like being a panelist as well, be, being invited. And then um, we're also in light of the events, ideally the, the town hall did not go as well as we hoped. And we didn't really get the support that we wanted from police entities and the understanding. And so we don't want the student community or the non-student community to feel like that was, you know, an a pointless effort. So we've actually started a petition to say no to surveillance in Isla Vista. I'm happy to send the flyers and information for that. But basically, we're hoping to, you know, bring a collective voice that shows police entities that we want to have a working relationship with them. We want to be understood and heard by them. And we also want to, you know, adhere to what they're you know, laws and regulations are, but to reasonable limits. And so we're really trying to get the word out there so that students can feel that it's not just going to be swept under the rug, that we are trying very, very hard to advocate on behalf of them to police entities. And so, yeah, that's kind of what we have going on for that. We also have a Know Your Rights workshop. So it's going to be held tomorrow. And so basically what the Know Your Rights workshop is, it's going to be student-led in partnership with the Student Legal Resource Center on campus. And it's basically to provide education to students and non-student 
community members on how to handle the increased police presence during an also very high density weekend in Isla Vista. And so basically topics covered are going to be how to navigate misdemeanor crimes, um, the restorative justice program, how to distinguish uh, legal or policing entities, just because uh, we are worried that students aren't going to like CSOs for walks home or for like you know, refreshments or just general support because they're intimidated by a uniform. And so we want to give them kind of an idea of who everybody is and supply them with like the information and the tools that they need to like have a safe and fun weekend in Halloween with the police presence. That event is going to be held October 27th, 2022 uh, at 6.30 p.m. at Embarcadero Hall, 935 Embarcadero Del Norte. And free pizza will be provided. Okay, that will be a great workshop for students and everyone to attend. Uh, You mentioned that there will be like CSOs, water stations. Is there anything else that students and residents should know to keep themselves um, safe this Halloween? I think that one key factor in staying safe in Halloween is being able to feel like you like the students to feel like they have agency and so that's what we're hoping that the workshop will provide like education on what their rights are in terms of like misdemeanor crimes and things like that and also like you said like being able to identify the resources that are there to actually support them like the water stations the snack stations people there to like escort people home as opposed to only seeing uniformed individuals as kind of like an authority position because Police are there to, you know, keep the community safe, but we under we also understand that despite that, like there's still a lot of fear for students and like people generally when it comes to police. And we just want to make sure that they're equipped with the knowledge that will keep them safe, you know, in the long run, both in terms of like going out to social events as well as, you know, if need be communicating with the police and police entities. All right. Thank you so much, both of you. Um, Where can people go to find more about your events? So for our events through the office of the EVPLA, um, around campus, we have multiple, you know, flyers posted for students on on campus. But we also have our EVPLA website, which has uh, tabs that divide, you know, our different projects. We specifically have a Halloween tab that's going to have information on all of our events, the flyers, the times, also contact emails if there are any questions regarding events that are readily checked and we're happy to answer any questions that students may have. And then um, in terms of IVRPD's 50th anniversary celebration, um, for more information on that event, you can either look on Shoreline. It is um, one of the events on October 30, October 29th to 31st. But I believe on Shoreline, you can only pick one date. So I think it's on October 31st. Um, you can also follow our Instagram at IVRPD. Um, and we post a lot of information on there, including some common FAQs and um, just information about the event times and um what's allowed in and what isn't. So um, make sure to check out those two resources. Um, Our website, ivparks.org is also a great resource. Um, We are in the middle of creating a Halloween page though. So I would check the Instagram and Shoreline first. Awesome, thank you so much. Okay, is there anything else, any last things that you guys would like to promote before 
we wrap up? I guess I would just say uh, additional emphasis on um, the petition because we understand that in light of going to a town hall meeting and not really being met with the answers that we were hoping for, that students may feel defeated, but you know, petitions are a really, really lucrative avenue to like having our needs and wants met as a community. And we would really like other people that aren't just students to come and sign that. So that's kind of like a little plug on that, just because we would really like students to feel represented. And I feel like this would be a really good opportunity for them to do so. Thank you so much for having us. Um, I, the Isle Vista Recreation Park District is very excited about the collaboration we've done thus far with the EVPLA and future opportunities to collaborate again to provide more amazing opportunities and events for the community. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Sophia worded it perfectly. I, Our whole office really appreciates both the opportunity to talk about our collaboration with IVRPD as well as the opportunity to do so physically. And so that's just been a really great time being able to discuss, see where a lot of our values align and being able to, you know, benefit our community through our partnership. Thank you so much, you guys. One last question for Lily, um, just about where the petition will be going once you guys have collected all the signatures and what you plan to do afterwards. Okay, yes, perfect. So we, in addition to collecting signatures on the petition, we are also submitting requests to the Santa Barbara DA's office on general statistics of camera usage and how that has affected crime rates, misdemeanor crime rates as well. And we're going to, once we have that approved, we're going to take the petition signatures as well as the statistical information and hopefully bring up again with the policing ent entities in, in the Isla Vista community of whether or not they would be willing to reconsider. Just because we know that we're limited in how much sway we can have, but we're hoping that if we bring them information, facts, statistics, that they will be more willing to, you know, take students and community members' concerns into account. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you for um, taking the time out. I know Halloween is like a super busy time and midterms as well. So thank you guys. Um, I will hear from you soon. Yes, thank you so much for having us and doing this. Thank you, Clarissa. You can find out about these and other events happening in Isla Vista over Halloween weekend by checking the events calendar at the Ivy Community Services District webpage at islavistacsd.ca.gov. This is Inside Isla Vista. I'm Clarissa Hom with KCSB News. Today, we are talking about Halloween in Isla Vista. The Associated Students Program Board presents its annual Halloween show, Delirium, I spoke with Program Board Special Events Coordinator Wally Korngold to learn more. My name is Wally Korngold. Um, I'm a junior. I am a communications and philosophy double major, and this is my second year on Program Board. Last year, I was the concerts assistant, and now I'm the Special Events Coordinator. And basically, what my responsibilities are as Special Events Coordinator is I'm in charge of spearheading the um, larger concerts that we have on campus throughout the year, which is gonna be Welcome Back, Delirium, which is the one that's coming up this week, the warm-up, and Extravaganza. 
So as you mentioned, they'll be hosting Delirium, which is coming up. So tell me what students can expect for the concert and who they can expect to see. Yeah, so we actually just announced the lineup uh, this past Saturday. It's going to be headlined by Isaiah Rashad, and Binky is going to be opening for him. And we've, um, we've received great feedback. We're really happy to hear so many positive comments. We're all super, super excited to have both of those guys here. It is going to be this Saturday, October 29th, uh, at the Thunderdome or the Event Center. It's the same thing. Uh, doors are going to open at 8 p.m. And all you need is to buy your $5 ticket. It'll be loaded onto your access card. And that's all you'll need at the door. Just make sure that your access card is valid, which means that your face on it is visible and the barcode on it is fully scannable. What should concert goers bring to the show and what should they leave at home? Well, since Delirium is in the spirit of Halloween, Halloween costumes are encouraged, but make sure to leave your props at home because you won't be allowed to bring any of those in and make sure that any of your Halloween masks are removable because you will need to take those off at the security checkpoint in order to match your face with your access card. Uh, where can people go to find out more about your events for Halloween and for the rest of the year? Yeah, so you can come to our office, which is located in the MCC on the bottom floor. Um, there are going to be boardies there at all times. You can answer basically any of your questions about program board. You can also visit our Instagram at AS Program Board. That's also the, um, the handle on our Facebook and our Twitter. Um, we really, really put a lot of effort into keeping our so social media platforms active. So that's probably the number one way to get information that's constantly being updated um, because we do have a lot of events outside the ones that I spearhead. We have free film showings every Tuesday at Ivy Theater. We put on cultural events. We just had a, uh, a petting zoo and, and pumpkins event. We have hub shows in the um, in the student center and we really just we put on a lot of stuff so social media is probably the best way but you will also find us tabling usually outside the arbor for our larger events you're going to see us every day this week so make sure to stop by grab a shirt grab a sticker grab a qr code and get your ticket the delirium concert is definitely going to be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to seeing your other events throughout the year as well. Do you have anything else that you wanna add for we go? I would just say that I, when I committed to UCSB, I stumbled upon program board in kind of a, a lucky way. I, I don't even really remember exactly how, I think it was through some kind of sponsored Instagram post, but I stumbled upon it. Um, I liked what I saw. I liked the virtual events that they were putting on. I applied and it's really been one of the most rewarding experiences that I've been able to participate in throughout college. I would say for anyone that's interested in pursuing anything in the music business or graphics or any kind of um, publicity job, there are just so many different facets within the program board that you can thrive in. And <clears throat> I would really recommend anyone that even has any kind of curiosity in it to try it. You can 
apply to be a boardie at the end of the school year. You can be an ambassador. You can be a volunteer. There are so many different tiers in which you can get involved. I would just say go to our Instagram, um, follow the links in our bio or, you know, reach out to us directly, come to our office. Any of us will be happy to talk to you. Okay. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Awesome. All right. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. College aid students aren't the only ones having fun this weekend. A lot of younger students also live in Isla Vista, and a haunted house is taking place over the weekend that's fun for families. Joining me now is Raul Macias with the St. George Youth Center to find out more. Uh, my name is Raul Macias. I am the program director here at St. George Youth Center. We are part of the Youth and Family Services branch of the China Islands YMCA. I also serve as the director for Isla Vista Coalition for Healthy Communities 805. What I do here is I provide uh, programming for after school, for after school program. And we also, um, you know, give out um, resources to local families and youth who are in the Isla Vista community. Um, as you all know, Isla Vista is a very unique population. Um, and so we're kind of like a safe haven for families and youth because um, Isla Vista, as we all know, is kind of has its own community where 85% of the population is university students and only 15 or 10% are families. And so we kind of fill that deficit um, with, you know, programs and abstract programming and all at a cost free for our community. And that's basically what I do as program director. We also serve, um, you know, we provide free events for the community, such as the one that's coming up. You know, we collaborate with other organizations in order to elevate their causes as well. Um, but ultimately, we're here to serve the community of Isla Vista, particularly um, youth and families. That's great. Now, talk to me about what the Youth Center has planned for this year's Haunted House event. Yes, so every year, uh, the Isla Vista Services District um, has a grant in order to um, provide alternative events for university students, but as well as the entirety of the community of Isla Vista. And this year we are doing a haunted house. It's going to be um, family friendly, yet still scary enough for university students. Um, so we're gonna have two different mazes or I guess uh, versions of this haunted house. So it's um, you know family friendly, but also exciting for seat thrillers. Um, and our event takes place October 28th, which is this Friday from six till nine. And of course it is a free event. Um, we will also have photo, photo ops and as well as goodie bags at the end of our event. I think that it will be a very fun event for kids in all ages in Isla Vista. Mm -hmm. Is there uh, anything else that parents and families should know about for Halloween weekend? Just be aware that um, we're all a community and just be mindful of everyone specifically families and just making sure we clean up after each other and we're mindful of noises. For our event, it's October 28th, which is this Friday, and it runs from 6 till 9. We have two versions of the haunted house, um, one for families and one for people who want to get scared. Um, so basically what we're doing is at the entrance, we'll ask them if they want it to be family friendly, and then we'll tell our We'll have a secret code for actors so they know whether or not to scare them. Or not. 
Okay, thank you so much. Where can people go to find out more about the events for Halloween and for the rest of the year? So we have uh, our Instagram page where I'll be posting our flyers and as well as in our stories. Uh, we usually use our stories and our Instagram page, which is IB, uh, SGYC uh, underscore. So that's usually where we have all our advertisements. Okay, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for giving me your time. We're talking about Halloween in Isla Vista this week on Inside Isla Vista. I'm Clarissa Hom with KCSB News. Keep in mind, the usual Halloween parking restrictions will be in effect this weekend in Ivy and nearby Goleta neighborhoods. There's also a noise ordinance in Ivy to keep loud music from playing into the night. Stay safe and happy Halloween. You've been listening to Inside Isla Vista. Thanks for tuning in Wednesdays at 5 p.m. to find out what's happening in and around Isla Vista. I'm Clarissa Hom. Our theme music is Siesta by Jawser. This is 91.9 FM, KCSB.